Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. <laughs> Key is accused of being a bully. He's like, no, but it's deliberate. So somehow then I'm less of a bully because I did it on purpose. But, but Max, you know, you know, you know what time it is when Key puts his hand on his hip. You can put the the left arm on his hip and then the right hand starts pointing like this. You know he's in his bag. He's getting serious about something. That was great. I think there was a Sim- I think there was a Simpsons like that. Like the bully kid goes up and you know, threatens the kid if he says he's a bully. Keyshawn J. Willemax coming to you. I'm coming to you live from the Seaport District of Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. The guys are in Chicago with David Kaplan. ESPN Cap. 1000 with us. Cap with us. What's going on, Cap? What up? How are you guys doing? Great to be with you. Good, man. Just uh, trying to figure out out how to get some of this so-called deep dish Chicago pizza, something I've never had before. Nah, Cap, I'm trying to get that steak tonight. Whoa, whoa, whoa. My wife is one of the vice presidents of Lou Malnati's. It's number one in town. Oh. I got you. What? I got you. You never let us know that. Oh, I'm getting yes, a free I'm married from you guys. Now I'm going to ask you, what what is Luminati's? What? 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 Uh, see, the cap, I can't take key like anywhere. something from the Tupac <laughs> version. Illuminati. <laughs> it is the greatest deep dish pizza. They have thin crust, too, but it's the greatest deep dish pizza oh. in the world. So it's, it's, it sounds ill to me, Jay. Ill Illuminati. No? Come on, Yates. Where's the <laughs> yeah, sound right? <laughs> Is is uh is it close by? Can we walk? What is it? Like yes. I wanna go. I wanna you see can, it. I need to You touch can it. walk, I can have it brought to your suite, oh. whatever you want. Oh. Okay, oh. we'll How'd have you know key had a suite. There. How'd you know a suite? You have a suite? I have a room with two. He's Keyshawn Johnson now. Come on. <laughs> I didn't even complain about the beds. I have two queen beds. Cap. Mm-hmm. This I, I know we're talking about deep dish pizza and all that's great. I, I just I gotta get into my, my squad. Are we going to get a game in this series? And the fact no. that I'm even asking that damn question is so deflating and so frustrating for me as a Bulls fan. You said okay, no. Okay, let me ask you a question. I said no, they're not going to. I've been predicting they're getting swept. But, like, their chance was Sunday. But th- let me ask you something. Okay, so if they get a gentleman sweep and they lose 4-1, what does that really mean? Means you got your head kicked in. It's better than a sweep, I guess. That's a, that's a, that's what I'm saying. It's like no, it's not. I, I I feel like when I look at the Bulls, I'm like, all right, Demar. Like first off, I need Demar Derozan like Kevin Durant versus the versus the Celtics game one it didn't go as well as you want it to go. It's time to step up right now. Like I I need to see you, I need to see you do something a little bit special. Steal one on the road, right? Go next level. But it just still feels like with this team that they are the team that gets you to the playoffs. But they're not the team that gets you over the hump. They, they don't go next no. level. It feels like, like DeMar came here. Everybody's like, yeah, he didn't want to go to L.A. Well, he wanted to go to L.A. and it didn't work out because LeBron didn't want him. He comes to Chicago. He gets his money. It's great. Had a great regular season. But when we get into the postseason, this is where we need DeMar. And this is where we need everybody in this team to go next level. And it just doesn't feel like they can get there. No, the team that you're looking at now isn't 
that team. They're not there yet. They've got more work to do. Now, a year ago, they didn't have Alonzo Ball, DeMar DeRozan. They didn't have Alex Caruso. It's We've been so bad, so awful, mismanaged. I mean, they're looking for shooters, and they know in the offseason we got to go get at least two shooters. Max Struess is on the Miami Heat. He was on the Chicago Bulls, tore his ACL. Well, we... We couldn't rehab a guy and have a roster spot tied up. Really? Miami did. He's a Chicago kid. What are you doing? Now, that, that's the old management. The new management, this is, we're not even two years since our tourists got hired. Got to give him a little bit of time. Patrick Williams, for me, is the key to everything. Because yes. I think he's going to be a star. That's the, the, the difference, mm. Cap, talking to David Kaplan, ESPN 1000, Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Key and Jay in Chicago right now. The difference to me, and the reason I think actually a gentleman sweep is better than a sweep, I think about the Lakers in the finals against the Pistons in 04. And Kobe was not going to get swept, right? He was going to pull something out, right? Allen Iverson was not going to get swept against that invincible Lakers team. What was that, 2000? He, he got one. I do. Who is the guy on this team? Because, Cap, this is not the Knicks from last year where, yeah, they got, they got the fan base excited, but there was no future. You pointed it out. Patrick Williams has a chance to be a real star. DeRozan and Levine and Lonzo, you got a crew there. Who is the guy on this team who could step up and at least get one? It's got to be DeMar DeRozan. It has to be. And I got to think, and again, Jay played in the NBA, Key played in the NFL. This guy's had a lot of regular season success, but there is an accurate narrative that this dude hasn't performed well in the playoffs. I got to think he's waking up in his suite in Milwaukee going, okay, this BS stops right now. I have got to go out today and show people I'm that guy, not that guy. Mm. Right? David Kaplan, ESPN 1000, joins us in Chicago. We are taking over his studio and having fun. With Cap, but look here, here. Let's be fair with DeRozan in his postseason success. Everybody else has to come to the party too. It can't be all True. about him. No one ever confused him as LeBron James as the number one guy. It, it, it's not the same. I think he is a special player and a special talent, but he is not on Jay's superstar list. So when you start talking about those type of guys, those are one of ones. He's not a one of one. He is a very talented player, a very, very talented player, but he needs Zach Levine to step up. Having Caruso certainly would help. I mean, you know this because you cover it, Cap. I I agree with you. He's not a one-of-one. I don't know if at this point in time we have a one-of-one, but when you're talking about getting MVP votes based on how you played this season – you have to take your – you can't go 6 of 22. Your two best players can't go 12 of 44. Uh, Vucevic was, what, 9 of 27, 2 of 10 from 3. And he said, hey, man, that's what Milwaukee's defense does. They wall off the lane, and they dare you to beat them from the perimeter. Kobe White, Kobe White had 15 yeah. points. I thought accorded himself well. They have got to get more out of the big two. Cap, here's my thing, ready? I mean, uh, Elise Vooch had 24 and 17, right? And I know there yes. was on the 27 shots. I, I get all that. But when you have Giannis in foul trouble in the fourth, 
right? You're looking at your star player and you're saying it's DeMar DeRozan time. Like, it's time. And when I look at him, all right, 6 of 25 for 18 points, like, it, it gets to a certain point where you just – you have to get one, Cap. Like, and I, I think I, I'm realistic about this Bulls team. I know that they're not at the top tier of the Eastern Conference. You are now. But I, I want them to be this team that fights <laughs> for it. At least give me one or give me two. Yeah, maybe I had extra hey, expectations for him, Key. I got excited. I they're my squad. The, I told you and Cap at the beginning of the year, even though they went – what were they, like 26-0 and 0 or something crazy? They had like a crazy record. And Jay was parading around like, ah, oh, Chicago Bulls. Said, Jay, man, stop, man. And they ain't got Lonzo. Ain't, it ain't like that. You act like that's nothing. Man, they ain't got Lonzo. It's the orchestrator of the whole thing. Yeah, no, if Lonzo was there, Max, it ain't. If Lonzo was there, that ain't the key to success. That's not going to take them over the top and get them where they're trying to go. It makes a world of it. It does make it a difference. It does make though. a difference, but I, look, adding Lonzo Cap, is not taking them to the championship. Right, Cap, I agree. There's something less than a championship team, even with Lonzo, but you point out Patrick Williams' upside. I totally agree. He's the key to the future, right? I'm looking yes. at Lonzo. I, I remember the Lakers a couple of years ago when LeBron got hurt. It felt, but it was Lonzo's injury, too. When he's not in the lineup, things change. He's such a team player, terrific passer, defender, rebounder, the whole thing. Wouldn't he make a difference? He absolutely would, but I don't think Lonzo Ball is Michael Jordan stepping on the court. Oh, we got that dude back. Very good basketball player. Part of what they're building here, but... You drop Lonzo on here, I don't go, okay, now we could take out Milwaukee. I, right. I just don't see it because we don't have enough perimeter shooting, and that's how you beat this Bucks team. You've got to make jump shots. Yeah, and if you had Lonzo and this is and Patrick Williams two years from now and but, he develops the way you want yes. him to, now we're talking, Different. and that's the direction they seem to be going in. Max, last thing in cap, I, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. Like, and I, I love the Chicago Bulls. But the Chicago Bulls are just behind the times in the NBA's evolution. Like, we talk about three-point shooting and the importance of spacing and having guys that can lift the floor. Look at the Golden State Warriors. Look at, the, look at them drafting Jordan Poole in 2019 with the 28th pick and what he provides in their skill development over the time. Another shooter that opens up the floor for Steph and for Clay. And, and my thing is, you need floor spacers on the floor so guys like DeMar DeRozan don't have to carry the load or can pick their spots since he's a mid-range guy. Like It just can't be like, oh, we're always attacking the basket. You need shooters out there. I don't disagree. I'm 100% with you, Jay. Here's the one thing I tell you. It has not been 24 months since they blew up the front office, fired the coach who had a punch clock, was taking timeouts, literally with 15 seconds left down 30, and the fans were revolting, booing at first take when the All-Star game was here, chanting fire Gar packs. It hasn't been two years. We can't expect to drop... Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, and LeBron James out of the roster that fast. It just doesn't work that way. And by the way, in terms of shooting, Zach Levine can shoot it from outside. Lonzo Ball's taking a bunch of threes and hitting them. Better and better his career goes on. Better than a 40% shooter nowadays. Max, Max, I'm just saying they got shooting. Max, I'm just saying, Max. I watch a lot of Bulls games. We need shooting. Uh, uh, they got a lot of shooting if the guys are healthy. Cap, get, Cap, Patrick Cap, Williams can shoot. Would you agree with me or Max? Two shooters. I Thank agree you. with Jay 100%. You got to go get two shooters this offseason, more rim protection, and develop the Cap. heck out of Patrick Williams. Yep. Cap, I want to bring you back in a little bit because we need to talk another Chicago sports team. Oh, for sure. Keyshawn, Jay, uh, Will, My Bears. Max.
on ESPN We're Radio. We're going to be awful. The ESPN app and ESPN2, David Kaplan, ESPN 1000, hanging out. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Will we see Tom Brady play another season after this one? Coming up. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Jeff Darlington here with us, helping us out, playing hot news or not news. Good morning, Jeff. You ready? Jeffrey, What's morning. Up, hey, Jeff. Hey, JD. How you doing? <laughs> what was that? All right, Jeff, hot right. news or not news, <laughs> Ben McAdoo says Sam Darnold's the starter when asked, and then uh, someone must have had a quick conversation with him because he's, he says he shouldn't have said that. Listen to this. <laughs> And you look at Sam as your starting quarterback. Sam is our starting quarterback, yes. You know, one of the things I've been working on is being better talking to you people. So, you know, announcing the starting quarterback here, I just put my foot in the mouth. So that wasn't something I should have said. Yeah, talking to you people, huh? Okay. Should should he have said it? Is it hot news or not news, uh, Jeff Darlington? It's funny news to me. Like, I, I don't know why I find that so amusing, but it's also really not news. I mean, who's the starting quarterback going to be other than the guy who's making $18 million? It's not P.J. Walker, who's the only other quarterback under contract for the Panthers for 2022. Even if they draft somebody, it'll. I mean, at six, is that guy now the projected starter? Maybe, maybe not, but whatever. I understand why Ben McAdoo kind of said what he said right now Sam Darnold is the starter for good or for bad that's not really news yeah hey, hey Jeff is hot news because why is Ben McAdoo even talking how did he even land a job to be the offensive coordinator <laughs> to even have a conversation talking about quarterbacks like give me a break it's hot news to me because of that alone See, it's not hot news or it's not not news. It's bonehead news. Like, you've been a head coach before in this league. You've been around this league since 2014. So, like, come, come on, man. It is hot news, guys. Why is he being asked? <laughs> yes, you're, uh, uh, Jeff, absolutely right. On the roster right now, duh, it's Sam Darnold. He's being asked because of the rumors of Baker Mayfield, right? Like, that's why it's, it's, an, it, it, it's interesting. And then you have your best receiver, one of them, say, say uh, well, no, you know. And so, like, that's all in the air when he's asked about Sam Darnold and well, then says, yeah, he he's the quarterback. why is he even talking, Max? How did he even get a job again? <laughs> that beats like, me. Come on. Beats me. I highly <laughs> recommended him for any <laughs> NFC East job, by the way. I'm sorry no one else in the NFC East hired him. All right, Kyler, <laughs> other than the Giants, Kyler Murray and uh, other Cardinals veterans, Jeff Darlington, don't show up for voluntary workouts. Hot news or not news? 
You know, I think anytime a franchise quarterback doesn't show up for workouts, it's news. I don't know how hot it is. Um, I'm going to say it's not news. And I only say that because this is a guy who's going after a contract. We kind of know this is coming. If he were to not show up for training camp, then I say it's hot news. And that, by the way, is a very distinct possibility if he doesn't get that contract done. They want to extend him, uh, but they also know that this kind of thing takes time. Again, training camp hot news right now, just sort of a little bit of news. Yeah, it's not news at all. We, as Jeff mentioned there, the veteran players, though, like this, they typically come in and out of OTAs. He'll pop up one day, maybe, pop right. up Monday, not. I mean, it's not mandatory. It's voluntary with a wink-wink. And under the contract situations, like Jeff said, I can't see him or nobody else that's thinking about redoing their contract before the start of the season, showing up to anything voluntary. I think it's hot news. And I'll say this, look, for a Cardinals team that finished second in the division uh, last season, one game behind the Rams who went on to win the Super Bowl, they got bounced by the Rams. I just would like to see, Jeff, them be a little bit more driven and show up, especially Kyler Murray, considering all the frustration mm. around himself and his team to prove to everybody and themselves, like, this is a year that we are going to make noise. This is the year that's going to be ours. So I'll say hot news. I'm not touching the field till I get my news. I feel you. Yeah, you know why I think it's hot news, guys? It's because it's like you know what's going to happen step by step, right? But but now because it's Kyler Murray and, like, how is it going to be resolved? But you know it's heading for a confrontation. So it's like if a meteor is headed toward Earth, you know what's going to happen, right? But you're still the next development. Oh, it's going through right. the atmosphere. You're covering it. It's hot news. And this is hot news because of that. Okay, Jeff Darlington, Cooper Cup says he's looking, speaking step-by-step step how these things go, for a fair deal from the Rams, given the new wide-out market, right? Hot news or not news? <laughs> I mean, not news by his own admission. I, I think it's actually um, interesting. I mean, I, I commend his uh, patience. Uh, I don't know if I'd be one of those guys if I saw everybody signing for $28 million. I know Keyshawn wouldn't be one of those guys. We'd be screaming for our <laughs> money, Key. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we could, we could, again, commend him for being a great teammate. But uh, as a businessman, i say go get your money, Cooper. But for now, not news. Yeah, not news at all. And you're right, Jeff. I would be screaming. Only I would be talking to the people in the front <laughs> office and not to the media about it. Right. Cooper Cup's going right. to get his money because it's Cooper Cup. He's a, he's a nice guy, first one in the building, last one out of the building. He's a staple of the Rams offense. They're going to address it. He makes $14.5 million scheduled this year. It's not chump change, but he certainly is extremely underpaid based on the marketplace. And I think Les Snead and Sean McVay alone with Stan Kroenke will figure out how to get it done. He also, I mean, the Rams also- are paying everybody else. It, it, it's hot news because I think Cooper Cup just knows what time it is. I just won a Super Bowl. I know I was that dude. I know you're going to pay me. I'm going to say the right thing to play this game. But we know what time it is. Guys, he's coming off. There's no other way to say it. It's one of the greatest <laughs> wide receiver seasons ever. He led the league in everything. He put up ridiculous numbers and then won the Super Bowl. Right? Like, And then he sees, wait, I'm making half of what the top guys are making? Half? Uh, let's have a conversation. So it, 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 is it hot news? So it is hot news. It's hot news when that receiver is like, uh, yeah, the market is new and you got to pay me. And I think they will pay him. Jason Light oh, yeah, says sure. that the Bucks have not discussed plans with Tom Brady, Jeff Darlington. What do you know about Tom Brady for 2023? Hot news or not news? 
I actually believe Jason Light here wholeheartedly because I know that Jason Light, when uh, the only focus for Jason this offseason was getting Tom to come back for this year and not necessarily talking about next year. He's not trying to get greedy here. And uh, and I can tell you that Brady himself, look, he's not extending beyond one year right now. Maybe that changes to, to get him paid for this year more. But for right now, you know, I think that Brady's not going to say it, but it does feel like this would at least be the one year that he's coming back for. And I think it's okay for them to not have that conversation yet. Uh, I understand everything with Brady is hot news, but this actually is not news. Yeah, I'm not not news and I'm not hot news. And what I'm going to do is news you, Jeff. What has Tom Brady told you? you? That's what I want to know because uh, I know you know. Give me the <laughs> scoop right now. <laughs> Keyshawn, sometimes you got to be a little mysterious, you know? I got to learn to, you know, sit back in the wings a little bit and then come out for the big one. So, you know, for right now, we're just going to wait in the wings. Mm, 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 Jeff, mm. Play, play this game with me. You know, Tom Brady the other day talks about his family and missing time around his kids, and I can see the end to a degree, and it feels like we're setting ourselves up for another Tom Brady retirement conversation. But if Tom Brady were to play this year with Tampa Bay and he still wants to play one other year somewhere else to lead that into ownership – let's say Miami Dolphins situation, where, where would you see that happening? What are the best chances for that to happen, Jeff? Well, Miami is undoubtedly the, the one place. I mean, he's building his home there. I don't think that's a huge secret. The idea of San Francisco is, is honestly not real at this point. It's out west. So if he was to do that, it's absolutely with the Dolphins. Um, but those things are pretty fluid. And by the way, the idea of playing and owning a team is also a very complicated situation. I mean, in itself, it's a salary cap violation. You can't play for a team and own it at the same time. Otherwise, we'd see equity given out across the league. So I just think that it's important to temper, to, to understand that it's a possibility, but to also temper the idea that it's an absolute reality. For now, Brady's going to play for the Bucs. Uh, I would anticipate him not playing in the future, but being part of an ownership group. But, um, man, I'll tell you, the opportunity likely would be there. So I think that it's one of those bridges that we'll have to cross next offseason. I mean, if, I, if, I if I'm Tampa and I'm looking at Brady and I'm thinking, oh, wait, a Florida – I'm taking him out on a boat. Oh, a Florida team took you out on a boat and offered you a piece, reportedly or rumored. Uh, maybe <laughs> I'm going to take the same playbook. I'll take him out. I'll get a bigger boat, take him out and say, all right, what they offer you, I'll beat it. Like there's I, – I, Tampa is an attractive place to play, one would think, as attractive as Miami would be as well. I would think, Jeff, that Tampa is also attractive, especially after he got the coach booted. Oh, sorry, excuse me. Especially after the coach uh, became a front office guy. <laughs> and, and, the next, and, and Tom Brady's hand pick, I mean, uh, uh, sorry, Todd Bowles is now a uh, head coach, right? It seems, seemed to be an attractive place. For sure. Uh, you know, relationships are a big part of this, though, and Tom has those in South Florida uh, with with people in the Dolphins organization. Like I said, he's building a house down here. I think it's also about just – I agree with you 100 uh, percent, and I think he's really loved his time in Tampa, but I just think it's about relationships, proximity, all those types of things. That's the reason why when we talk about the Dolphins and they're being smoked there, that's why there's also a little bit of fire. Jeff Darlington playing hot news or not news with us and giving us the, and the scoop on Tom. What Ray. a pleasure, I guys. It. I love it. Where there is smoke here on 420. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate <laughs> it. All right, JD. Thanks, guys. Appreciate y'all.
Is Trey Young a superstar? Jay Will. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Trey Young got bullied last night. I know he had 25 points on 20 shots, but they sped him up. They play so fast. I, I don't have Trey Young as a superstar. I don't. And it's not a knock. I think there are levels to this, and I'm going to break down what the levels to superstardom in the NBA actually are, Max. And that's what we're and doing. Trey Young does not qualify. No, he does not. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app, ESPN2. Download the podcast. Play us on your smart speakers. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. So, Jay, Trey Young. What up, baby? A superstar or not? Well, for let me let me first off say, see, when people hear the polarizing statement, they think it's a knock to Trey Young, and it's not a knock to Trey Young. It's actually a standing ovation for the next level above Trey Young because there are levels to this. So for me, Max, I have a criteria for what it takes to be a superstar, not a star, a superstar in the league. I think you got to get a chip, right? I think that's number one. I think dominance no matter what, each and every night. Like, it's just you have a bag that is so hard to, to handle that each and every night you are the primary focus. And also, like, the name recognition, right? The casual fan needs to know who you are. Like, Pat Costello, not Pat Costello, but Pat Costello's mom. He's like, oh, I, I think I heard about this guy. Keep like, Pat they Costello's transcend the sport. name out your mouth. Sorry, good. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. Yes, you know what I mean, Pat. Anyway, no offense, Pat. I will I'm smack just saying. you. No, I won't. Uh, you will what? No, he said he wouldn't quickly, Jay. Just you, move along. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? All I'm saying is the casual fan needs to know. So is that is that style? And I, I I do think there are two that are on my list who have not won championships, but it just feels like their style transcends what it is. So here's my list. Here we go. The top seven superstars in the NBA. Number one, Bron, LeBron James, biggest superstar in the world. Mm-hmm. Number two, Steph Curry. Number three. Kevin Durant. Number four, Kyrie. Number Number five, five. Giannis. Number six, six. James Harden. And number seven, another one, Dame Lillard. Interesting. That's my list. Because Harden and Lillard obviously have not won championships, but I heard your criteria. Monica McNutt, ESPN basketball analyst, with us now, giving the straight talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. What do you think of his superstar list? Good morning, guys. Um, I would move Giannis up, and I think I find a spot for Luca on the international superstar energy, Jay. But otherwise, mm. I'm with you. You're going to move Giannis up. Where would you move Giannis up to, Monica? I would, I would put Giannis above Kyrie. But okay. again, we're thinking global, and I think I'm taking. Oh, I oh, I think I'm taking Dame out for Luca. That's not fair, but I think I'm mm. I just okay. I think when, when we See, talk uh, to your that. criteria, you know, talking about guys that haven't won championships, you got a, a couple in there. But in terms of global appeal, I think to stop short at the U.S. is to do a disservice to some of the elite talent in the league. The worldwide sport, no doubt. Fastest growing sport in the world, team sport. Yeah. I like it, Jay. She did stick to your criteria there and just used it to replace. To, I think, I, like, arguments can be had there mm-hmm. for, for sure, sure, right? Luca International, you see the MVP only thing, level guy. Hmm? See, Monica, the only thing that sometimes holds me back a little bit on Luca is that he hasn't been, and, and I get it on an international level. And he's, a, look, he, he's right there, right? He's, on, he's a fringe guy, in my opinion. Um, but he hasn't been out of the first round of the playoffs. 
Like, I, I'm still waiting for that next-level platform by him. He's done it during the regular season. I'm waiting. Like, Dame has been to the Western Conference Finals. I, I got you Right, on and that, has those Jay. memorable moments. I, I got you on that. But I think we really should have a segment called Casual Fan and go find some casual fans. Because oh, I don't idea. think that Dame resonates casual fan. Really? He hasn't done it. Really? I don't. I don't. But he hasn't done it. I, but I see him everywhere in commercials. Like, it feels like, and I feel like, th- people like the are league just has like, that. Him. Like, <laughs> is that because of where he plays, though? For yeah, like, I, don't really? I don't think I don't, so, Monica. I don't think casual. I don't. I'd have to ask my mom. My mom would be my casual fan test. Like if Damian Lillard got traded See? to the Knicks, that would go away, right? Yeah, because, for right, sure. It's part of it. He's tucked away in the Northwest in the in the corner up there, and and the games are late, and then he hasn't yeah. won a championship and all that. But it feels maybe like that, if he's not a superstar, he's the next thing to it. Oh, for maybe, sure. And this is, I mean, is again, true. I could be wrong, Keith, but I just, I, I, I'm really curious. I need to go find 10 casual fans. We asked 10 well, casual fans who were the most favorite NBA athletes in survey sets. <laughs> yeah, when, when Jay put the list together at seven, I, I kind of said, eh, Dane, but because seven to me, I could pick another seven NBA players and drop them in that seven slot. Mm-hmm. You made an interesting point, though, when you – factored in the international play. Giannis, from an international standpoint, clearly everybody knows, right? But he's also really large human being. He's also <laughs> just coming off MVPs and winning the yeah, world yeah. championship. So he fits in there. I don't know that he goes above Kyrie. Because Kyrie now has some, you know, he, he can play, he don't want championships. He got the most LeBron. popular sneakers. Face, face, yeah. face around uh, the Brooklyn Nets situation. I, it, so it'd be hard for me to think that if he walked over internationally that people wouldn't gravitate toward him and be like, that's Kyrie Irving. Um, Luca, even though internationally he might be a player, I don't know that I don't know that he's a superstar just quite yet. We like him. But do the casual fan, like you say, Monica, and that's fair, do they recognize and know? I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So, yeah, toss up. I'm just Luca's just something to consider, I think. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Jay? There's a lot of fringe guys. That's what I'm saying. There are levels to it, right? Like, you know, Trey Young is ascending. Uh, Devin Booker is ascending. Jason Tatum ascending, like, right there. What about but CP3? I, it, it, what about CP3? Mm, Wait a minute. He's made a lot of deep State runs. Farm. He's got the commercials. Every, people, yeah. I think casuals know who yeah. he is, that's and he's an MVP-ish yep. level player. Yeah, that's legit. I take, yeah, my yeah. kid is 10 years old yeah. and know who he is. Yeah, CP3. This, I mean, yeah, if you want to make a case for CP3 over Dame, yeah, I get it. I can do that. There is something about CP3, though, that is not like – because he's a point god, right? It's mm-hmm. not as explosive as some of the other guys, right? Oh, like, for sure. Like you think of Damian Lillard just bombing threes and 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 Kyrie Irving finishing at the at, in the paint, and it's a little got a little more sizzle, maybe. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. But we, I guess if we start having that conversation of marketability, like who has more commercials out than yeah. Chris Paul? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the problem though with Chris Paul, Jay, and Monica is probably where it all ends for him at, right? He's in it, but he never finishes the, the deal. deal. And not necessarily him not finishing the deal, but he's he, he it's this saying that I have. It, it's it, it doesn't really necessarily apply to Chris oh, Paul because he's done amazing things. What did you say, Max? I know what's coming. I love this because it's so right. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. It, he's right there, but it's always something bad 
happening to him and nothing good, so to speak. When when it comes to the end story, so you this know, is the Parcellian. This is the, the Parcells expression, the, right, Key? Like something bad yeah, always happens the, uh, for that guy somehow. Yeah, even though he's good. It yeah. just never ends, whether it's the COVID situation, he has to miss time. Whether it's the hamstring in Houston, he has to miss time. Whether it's Lob City went to Glob City. It just never Even his crime in, partner in, in gets good. hurt. It's like, it's like. Yeah, it, even it, his crime yeah. partner now gets hurt. Yeah. That's the situation. Will it ever, Monica, end in a positive note for him to win a championship? I sure hope so, Key, because Father Time ain't no joke. And I just, this Devin Booker injury has me reeling this morning because mm-hmm. you know how funny those can be. He was on his way to maybe 60. Dude. Ugh. And again, like, to your point, Key, here we go again. Poor Chris Paul, snake bitten again. You know what's crazy about Booker? Monica, I'll bring up something else, Monica. He was supposed I'll bring to up think about else. it, though, Jay. He was supposed to be oh, a I Laker. Get it. I get that it. went south. It's Monica, like- and I'll take it to another level, Monica. So last night, you know who the referee was in the game? Man. Scott I- Foster. <laughs> like that, that, And that's something, like, every time I see Scott Foster, I'm like, stop. Doing this to Chris Paul. Literally. Chris Paul is 0-14 when Scott Foster referees <laughs> his games in the playoffs. It's the biggest mystery in the history of all sports, and I don't know why, Monica. It's the worst. I don't know what's up with Monica, it. Monica, it is. Like, he's right. It's, it's like the, the basketball gods are like, um, let's give him Scott Foster. <laughs> also, let's pull Devin Booker's hamstring. And, like, it's uh, but Think about this for a second. Book had 31 in the first half. But the way the Pelicans were playing, they were going to need him to keep yeah. scoring, yeah. right? Not like, oh, he's going to rest in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. He might have wound up legit with mm-hmm. 60 in a playoff game. He very he very well could have been. I, he's definitely the difference between winning and losing that ball game. I mean, give the Pels their credit. Their credit. Willie Green, Monty Williams, friendship there, tutelage there. Um, Green coached his butt off and have the, had those guys galvanized. And Brandon Ingram, like, low-key we forget about him. And then, too, CJ McCollum has been to a Western Conference final. Like, he's a little true to this, mm-hmm. not necessarily just new to this. I don't think they win the series still. Why are they trading for C.J. McCollum? This is why. 100%. This is why. You're seeing it right 100%. now. Yeah. That is the great Monica McNutt, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, auntie. <laughs> auntie. Hi, you been trying to make what? me old, auntie. key. Uh. Nisi, yeah, more like. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, How auntie, auntie, auntie cousin Monica. Yeah. There you go. Cousin Mo. Jay, I mean, Key, yeah. what? P- put your hands down. Thank you, guys. Max, also, <laughs> you jinxed the sun. What what yesterday. Jinx, Max jinxed the sun, y'all. Monica was with me go yesterday to bed, on don't this, watch Justin. the game. I said, I go to sleep in the second half. And by the way, I did. They're up five, six, eight points. I went to sleep, woke up like, what? What happened? <laughs> All right. How much pressure is on the Bears to get things right with Justin Fields? Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. 
big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio Sirius XM Channel 80, Whoa. the ESPN app, and ESPN2. Mm-hmm. David Kaplan of ESPN 1000, of course, is back with us. A Cap, you heard uh, Fields on the way in to this segment. What do you think? How concerned are you, you know, about his development now in year two? Why do we use words like concerned, look, Cap? You know what I mean? Are you concerned, I don't have, Cap? No. I have no concern that this guy is going to be a really good football player. Mm-hmm. My concern is that they're not surrounding him with much this year, and he's going to get his head kicked in because they're going to finish dead last in the division. I'm telling you. You think they finished dead, dead last in the division? Why would you yes. think that? Detroit doesn't have anything. Detroit is going to make, what, they're picking number two. They're in the second year of a coach that I saw them play hard for. Uh, I believe they have more talent on their roster than the Chicago Bears do. And I look at the Chicago Bears and go, well, let's see. You let one of your better offensive linemen, James Daniels, leave. He's in Pittsburgh. Allen Robinson, who's not an all-pro, but he's a good player. He's in L.A. You haven't really added much. Byron Pringle, Equinemia, St. Brown. You let Khalil Mack leave. You let Akeem Hicks walk out the door. You don't have another corner other than Jalen Johnson who hasn't proven he's a lockdown guy, but he's a good player. He's young. I I think the Bears are going to go like 4-13. and 13. But that's okay, okay right? Like, end. I mean, but, but that's this. it's not about this year so much. It's about the future right. with Justin right, Fields, Max, and they just I, reset the clock. I think they're okay with that. I do. I think they are hoping a year from now they got their number one pick back, and they go, huh, we're picking third. All right, let's go get – the next Keyshawn Johnson. Let's go get a Hall of Fame type guy. Let's get a great football player. We'll have $140 million in cap space. That's how they're thinking. And they're going to be the most active team in free agency in a year, which means this year they're going to get their freaking head kicked in. Well, a lot of, a lot of, it's going to be a lot of money to throw around in free agency 100% right next year when they hit February 2023. But do you think right now, Cap, that they is there any concerns at all that Matt Eberflus is the right head coach? Um, well, my partner Jonathan Hood believes he's simply a placeholder till they build the new stadium and then they go get the next head coach. He's trying to what he says change the culture. You know, that was the big thing when Matt Nagy was here and the team went 12 and oh, boy, the culture up there is amazing. And then when he leaves, we hear, well, the culture wasn't so good, so now they got to change it all around again. I don't know if this guy can coach. He's never been a head coach. I have no idea. 
I just know they don't have a lot of talent on the roster. I don't see one area of the roster, one area where you go, that's a strength. Do you? I know that sounds you know, like a- I think that I think they have some holes. There's no question about it, Max. They they certainly have some holes, but I do believe that this is a rookie season for the quarterback. And if this is a rookie season for the quarterback, you certainly want to build things around him to be able to grow. Yeah, Key, I, grow like, with him. Cap, like we're talking, Jay and Key and I, and it sounds like you, we're all optimistic about Justin Fields' future. He has something about him that yes. makes you believe he'll succeed, and then physically you can see all the tools, right? On the other hand, yes. if year one is kind of a write-off bad situation and everything, and now here we are in year two, and he's not going to have an offensive line, and he's not going to have any weapons on the outside, et cetera, et cetera, and you're not even sure about the coach, what kind of an environment is that to put him in, even if, even if we are all saying, hey, patience, it's not about next year, it's about the year after. But these are, are years on his rookie deal where you have to start making improvements. Are, oh, that's when I say concerned. Are you, is there a concern there about his development given those circumstances? Uh, I guess that's a good word to use, Max, that there would be concern that they're not putting him in a position where he has a chance to be successful. I just think they'll have enough. They'll they'll make a couple draft picks in the second round. They'll dabble again with whatever's left on the market. If Justin is really that guy, and I believe he is, he will show you enough. I thought Key made a great point coming when I was coming in that this year, let's see a little bit of development, and then between year two and three, when you have your number one pick and you have all these free agents come in, I want to see him be that guy that takes a pretty good step in the offseason. Then year three, you go, hmm, that guy's going to be a really good football player. Then let's go. That's where I think David Kaplan, David Kaplan, co-host of Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 Chicago, joining us here on Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max. Cap, let's dig into it really quickly. I, I kind of look at this like the New York Knicks with James, uh, James Dolan. Like, is the problem upstairs? Is it with Ted Phillips and George McCaskey? Is that the bigger issue? I, I think Ted Phillips gets painted with a bad brush. I don't think he's in there making football picks. I don't. Uh, I think George means well. I just don't. I, they just don't engender a lot of confidence when you look at those two dudes. They just need to get out of the way and let the football people do their deal. That is That's it. it. David Kaplan, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN 1000. Thanks as always, Cap. He's with Key and Jay in Chicago. Appreciate you. you appreciate right, you. I'm taking those guys to dinner. They're all going to yes, do it. Let's do it. Run up that bill on Cap. Hey, two quarterbacks one. who need to take that leap, the guys we're talking about. But who is more likely to do it? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, ESPN 2, and the app. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again. 
by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.